Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm your host, Paula Taylor, and this is episode 65. So I wanted to start briefly by just saying thank you to those of you who watched last week's pre-recorded episode. I really enjoyed making it. I got a lot of good feedback about the tarot card pull, so we will be doing that again. And I also got some nice compliments about that meditation. So I appreciate that even though I wasn't there live, that you all practiced and and whenever you practiced it, that energy, that collective energy is still there. So tonight we're going to be talking about taking a leap of faith. And I'm going to start with a little leap of faith of my own and announce that I'm actually going to be offering my very first dimensional frequency expansion introductory work slash play shop. And that'll be in Tucson here in person. Uh, it's a very going to be a very small group. We're going to limit it to about seven participants, October 24th from 2 to 4 p.m. But I will be offering this workshop, play shop, um, virtually over Zoom. And then we'll be offering it again here physically in Tucson. So I will be sharing more details of that in the next couple days. I'll be sending out an email newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for my email updates, you can go to paulataylorenergy.com, click on the subscribe button. I don't send even periodic emails. I mean, I <laughs> it would be good if they were like quarterly, but I send... I think the last one I sent was like in April or August or something. So I I like to be able to communicate when there's something new and exciting happening. And these DFE activations that I'm going to start offering as a group is a really good way to learn more about what dimensional frequency expansion is and then to experience the activation, experience that frequency of the emerald frequency, which is the first layer and I'll probably be offering the other layers in the future. I'm kind of just letting this unfold. But I think it's going to be really powerful. And I'm really excited to start sharing it and to have some people getting into this expansion with me. So I did just come back from the beach. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that because it led to tonight's topic. And and I had these like different components in my mind. I was having a hard time trying to figure out what to title this and, and, and how to focus this. And then I realized that all of these components kind of added up or are the anatomy of a leap of faith. So we're going to talk about what a leap of faith is. And I'm going to break down what I'm going to call the anatomy of a leap of faith, the, the necessary components to take a true leap of faith. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is stepping outside of your comfort zone. So if you're going to make a leap of faith, you have to be willing to step away from your daily routine, to step outside of your comfort zone, to take a risk. You need some bravery involved if you're going to take a leap of faith. And then the second part is to be in flow, which I also, I pulled one of my crystal cards while I was on my trip and it said, loosen your grip. And I thought that was just such a really good way to describe that idea of it's not enough to be in flow. If you're like this, you can't be in flow. So loosening that grip, loosening that illusion of control, that feeling that we have to be sort of steering everything. And, and I'm going to give some examples of this that I hope will kind of illustrate what I'm talking about a little bit more. And then the third part of this taking a leap of faith 
is possibly, probably, maybe the most important, and that's letting go of your attachment to the outcome. So this is really key because the point of taking a leap of faith is, is the actual taking of the leap, the actual growth process of getting out of that comfort zone, loosening your grip, and, and taking a risk. And the actual outcome has nothing to do with the growth that occurs by just taking the leap. And in fact, we really hamper ourselves when we when we do attach to the outcome. And we've talked before about kind of the fact that what the ego wants a lot of times is not really what the spirit wants or the soul wants or what's for the highest good. So when we get tied up in what our ego wants, we might think we're taking a leap of faith, but it's not a true leap of faith if we're not willing to accept whatever consequences come to us, especially if we really loosen our grip and we and we open to that flow, to that divine love that that is available to us. That's what taking a leap of faith really is, is, is opening to that and just letting the chips fall as they may, so to speak. So the other thing I want to say before I get into my examples is that a leap of faith does not have to be a huge thing. It does not have to be some huge life-changing leap. And I'm going to give a couple of examples, one that's pretty kind of small and one that's a lot bigger. But as I said, the leap itself is the is where the growth happens, is the important part of the journey. The bravery that it's required to step out of that comfort zone and to let go of control and to let go of that attachment to the outcome that's where the expansion comes in, in this process. That's where the harmony comes into this process. So really taking that leap, however small it seems, requires bravery. And, and sometimes it's a huge leap. And we're going to talk, I'm gonna, again, I'm going to get a, give a couple of examples, one that's a little bit smaller. But what I found as I started taking leaps of faith, and I've done a few of these recently, and I've talked a little bit about taking a leap of faith, they build on each other. It, when you take one leap, even if it's a little leap, then the next time it's like, oh, I can do this. It, you start to get confidence. You start to you start to recognize that when you do loosen that grip, when you step outside of your comfort zone without a lot of expectations, a lot of times we kind of trip ourselves up because we have all these expectations. So then we step outside of our comfort zone, and sometimes it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, I thought if I did that, this was going to happen, and it did. And see, that was a bad thing. I shouldn't have done that. As opposed to saying, like, I'm just going to try this and let's see what happens. If you let go of that attachment to the outcome, then that leap is really taken with an open heart. And, and it's a true leap of faith. It's it To me, it doesn't feel like a real leap of faith when you have that attachment, when you have that expectation about what's going to happen. And that's challenging. It's really hard to, to loosen our grip and to let go of the, the attachment to outcomes. So I'm going to talk about the first example I'm going to give is anyone who knows me is going to probably laugh because I am very controlling about food. I like to have the same thing every time I go to a restaurant. I like to go to the same restaurants over and over again. I don't venture outside of my comfort zone. I've gotten better over the years, but but when it comes to my food comfort zone compared to like, say my husband's, like he'll try almost anything. And I'm like, I'll watch you try that and then see how it works out for you. So we were driving around one day 
and we were going to try to go to this restaurant and the, the way this timing worked out, the restaurant that we had been to before that we wanted to go to while we were down in Mexico was closed. And we were both really hungry. And so of course I get out my Google and I'm like, okay, let me, who has good reviews? And, and, and my husband just said, I want to try that place who keep driving by. And I was like, that to me, <laughs> that is very far outside of my comfort zone. And that may not sound like it. You know, if you're someone who's pretty adventurous, like with food, and, and I do, sometimes I have digestive issues. So like, it was a little bit like, you want to try like a restaurant we've never been to that I know nothing about and like, what kind of food do they have? And, and so, you know, all of the little kind of ego voices kind of came in. And honestly, I kind of surprised myself because things there were this big leap of faith was going on in the background. So so I think I was so much more in flow than I usually am. And and I perhaps that was the day I pulled the loosen your grip card and something in my brain just kind of switched. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And <laughs> and I think he was a little bit like, really? And and it was funny because I did. I hemmed and hawed a little bit. And then he was kind of like, we're doing this. And then I was kind of like, all right, let's do it. And, and it interestingly, like, and the food was really good and it worked out really well. And, and, you know, I had no attachment to the outcome other than like, I was like, let there be something I can eat. That's not going to like, that I'm not going to regret later in terms of my digestion, but it really worked out well. And, and so then what, what was going on sort of under the surface of that or behind the scenes was that we were looking at some properties. We've been thinking about trying to buy something down in this beach town in Mexico. And, and so we had spent the day kind of looking at properties or the morning and, and there was a house he really wanted to see. And I was like, oh, it's, it's too small. That was what I was, it's too small. And, and so I took this leap of faith about, about going to this restaurant and it opened something in me. It opened something in my energetic field so that when he brought it up again later that night, I was like, you know, let's talk about this. Let's think about this. And we started talking about it. And, and it led into this other leap of faith where we went to see this property that might actually be something that we'll end up purchasing. And, and that's a huge leap of faith. So that's my second example, because the idea of, you know, buying a home in another country, like there's a lot of stuff and I am someone who likes to be very analytical and in my head and, and what I found was when I took that first leap of faith, when I stepped outside of my comfort zone, even with something as simple as food, and I loosened my grip and I let go of the attachment to the outcome, then that flow sort of led me to continue doing that. So as we started talking and looking at properties and thinking about perhaps buying this house, instead of being like, which would be my absolute energetic pattern would be to go straight into my head and just start overthinking and overanalyzing. And, and there was a little bit of that, you know, you're, it's hard to break a lifelong pattern, but for the most part, I spent that time really in my body and really in ease and really in flow and, and continually loosening my grip. And as I, I pulled a card for us every day, and then I pulled the trust your intuition card two days in a row. And it was like, wow, this really works. If I let go, and and that's kind of where we're at in this process now. So we're exploring this option, and I have to keep reminding myself that, that the leap of faith itself has actually started moving energy. And, and that's really what I wanted to drive home today. I don't know if we're going to get that house. I don't know if it's going to work out. I'm going to have to keep reminding myself to let go of the outcome, to loosen my grip. But just taking that leap of faith 
shifted some energetic patterns in the way that I think, in the way that I hold tension in my body. And my I found myself trying more new foods and, and letting go of things even more and just kind of really being in flow and noticing how great it was and how good it felt and how natural it felt. Because we talk ourselves into living completely in this mind space, the mental chatter, blah, 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 all the time. And for a lot of years, I wasn't in my body at all. And now I find that when I get into my body and I'm in ease and I quiet that chatter, then it opens up so more, so much more space for me to do something like take a leap of faith. So the last thing I want to say is that I wanted to make one more point specifically about stepping away from your routine, stepping out of your comfort zone, out of your routine, or taking a break, because I kind of did all three of those things while I was on this trip. And one of the other things I noticed, one of the other benefits I noticed, besides this kind of increased feeling of ease and flow and, and lessening of that mental chatter, is that when I came back from this trip into my sort of routine, my everyday life, I had a really different perspective about things. I started looking around kind of at my house and thinking about like, oh, I could probably declutter this. And, and so I started looking at my space differently. I started feeling a different energetic relationship with some of the people that I interacted with because I had sort of stepped away. And there's that old expression, you're missing the forest for the trees. So we spend so much of our life, you know, in the middle of the forest, we don't even know we're in a forest, like there's a tree here, there's a tree here. And when you get out of that, it's like, oh my gosh, you get this bigger perspective, you get the opportunity for expansion to step into that flow. And then when you come back, you really come back with new eyes, you come back with the opportunity, like I have an opportunity now to let go of that pattern of gripping and holding that I thought was part of who I was. I mean, honestly, it felt like a core part of my personality. That's sometimes why we call things a core belief, that that I was only safe if I was gripping. I'm a white knuckler. That's one of the only things I've ever taken from Dr. Phil is that he used the phrase white knuckling, and I really liked it. My husband and I went uh, paragliding many years ago, and and I loved it, and it was amazing, but I spent the entire time literally, like, gripping the thing as hard as I could. And I knew, you know, holding on to the straps is not going to save you if your parachute, you know, something goes wrong. But it's that feeling of control. If I hold on so tight, I can keep something bad from happening. And, and sometimes what happens when we hold on so tight is that we strangle the life out of things. You know, we strangle that energetic flow down until it's completely stagnated. It has nowhere to go because we there's no space for it with that gripping, with that holding. So when we can loosen that, then we get that beautiful flow. We get the opportunity to really change patterns in the way we think and the way we relate to people. And it's just really an amazing gift that I'm very grateful that I noticed it. I'm very grateful that I took those little leaps of faith because I find, again, I took a few before I left. Now I'm going to do that dimensional frequency expansion um, introduction and, and start really getting that out there. And, and all of that, this is the thing. 
this is scary. Spiritual work is scary. Being vulnerable is scary. Taking a leap of faith, stepping out of your comfort zone, loosening your grip. You know, I was holding on in that paragliding because I was scared. And and had I been able to loosen a little bit, I might have enjoyed it a little bit more. I might have been a little more present in the moment. But we do what we can as we can do it. And and as we commit these little acts of bravery, like trying a new restaurant, then it opens us to bigger acts of bravery, like possibly buying a house in a foreign country. And there's this cascade of beautiful flow that we begin to bring more fully into our lives and into our bodies, especially. So the other thing I wanted to say about this kind of stepping away and then and then coming back is that as we step away, as we step out of our comfort zone, especially as we, as we take these leaps of faith, we start to stir up energy. You know, if I, I could have easily just done my normal thing, even when my husband said, let's go to this restaurant. No, I want to do this and I'm going to look this thing up and, or, you know, we're going to wait for the place to open. And he probably would have gone along with, with that because he knows that that's kind of a safety trigger for me. But I allowed that energy to get stirred up. I allowed myself to be uncomfortable. And and then that opened that flow. That strangulation of gripping went away. And then more flow came in. And then that leads to more flow. And it's just, you know, sometimes I use the word vicious circle. This is a love circle. This is a beauty circle. This is a circle of expansion and clarity and harmony. So every once in a while on the show, I will give you homework and, and I'm going to give you some homework tonight. So your homework for this week is to take a leap of faith. However small, because I use the word small about the restaurant, that wasn't small to me. It was small compared to buying a house, of course. Everything's kind of relative. But, but take a leap of faith and use those three steps to take your leap of faith. Step outside of your comfort zone. Step away from your routine in some way. Do something that requires a little bit of bravery. Loosen your grip. Let go of control about whatever this leap of faith is. And then let go of that attachment to the outcome. Like with this house. I don't know if we're going to get this house. I don't know if it's going to work out. But as long as I keep loosening my grip and reminding myself that this flow is what's important, that the growth process is what's important, and also recognizing that I am supported, I am loved by the universe. And so if I get out of my own way, the universe will send that love to me in ways that are greater than I can even imagine. So take your leap of faith. Feel free to share it with me if you'd like to leave a comment on the video or once this is up on Facebook or send me a private message. I'd love to hear how your leap of faith ends up going for you. And if you need help, if you want to talk more about this, I'm always available for one-on-one -on -one sessions and you can book those at paulataylorenergy.com. So I started out with no idea of what we're doing for the meditation tonight, which seemed appropriate for a leap of faith. And now I have a little bit of an idea, but I'm not going to tell you about it because part of taking a leap of faith is leaping into the unknown. I said a few weeks ago, I talked about that Indiana Jones movie where Harrison Ford had to just step into nothing and trust there was a bridge there. And that really sums up that leap of faith. We're just going to jump into this meditation and, and let it intuitively take us into something that feels like a leap of faith or that activates that energy so that as you go into the rest of your week, you can feel 
empowered to take that leap of faith. So let's meditate together. So tonight I'm going to encourage you to get into a position that you don't usually meditate in. So if you usually like to sit up, maybe tonight try lying down. If you usually sit in a chair and, and you can access it, you might sit on the floor. Or even just sit in a different place. If you always practice meditation, as I, I'm always kind of in this same place as we do this show, maybe move one space over on the couch or move from your living room to your bedroom or make a little switch in your routine tonight. We're going to start the meditation by stepping outside of that comfort zone a little bit in just our physical surroundings. So whether you're in a different position, you could even try standing up, although I would probably get tired and sit down halfway through. You can try facing a different direction even. If you practice yoga, sometimes the teachers will tell you to face a different part of the room. Or when I was a gymnast, they always made us practice on the beam in both directions because if you're used to starting in one direction, it can really throw you off to get out of that routine. So Break up your routine tonight in whatever way that presents for you in your physical access of this meditation. And after you've found your place, after you've figured out what position you're in or what room, what space you'd like to be in, I want to start tonight by focusing our awareness on the feet. So maybe wiggle your feet around a little bit, wiggle your toes, maybe roll your ankles a little bit. And then notice what part of your feet are contacting the ground. Maybe you're sitting in a chair like me and, and your feet are flat on the ground. Maybe you're sitting and just a portion of your foot is on the ground or you're lying down. And I'm using the word ground, but if you're on a bed or a couch, whatever part of your body is touching the surface that is below you, really focus on the part of the foot that is touching the surface that supports you here. And just take a moment or two, take a few deep breaths and like focus directly on the feet, where the feet meet your support center, where the feet meet the earth. Bring a nice deep oxytocin breath in here, breathing in, letting the belly float out, and then sighing that out with an audible ha. Ha. One of the best ways to loosen your grip is to increase that oxytocin in your body. This oxytocin breathing is a very simple and powerful way to bring you out of that sympathetic and into the parasympathetic, into that ease response. So if you find yourself feeling like you're having a tough time loosening your grip or stepping into flow, take three deep breaths. And a lot of times, especially if you add that ha sound, you can completely loosen that feeling of holding. So now notice anywhere in your body that feels like it's holding, any areas of tension. Maybe this meditation is stirring up a little bit of feeling in your emotional center, the talk about being brave and taking a leap of faith. Perhaps something in your own life has already come into your mind and you're feeling a little bit 
agitated or worried about it, take a nice deep oxytocin breath into whatever part of your body feels tight. Really sigh that out. Let that tension melt away. And then you can, as I am, if you'd like, place your hand on your heart center. I'm just gently rubbing my hand back and forth, just kind of activating that heart center. And then take another one of those deep oxytocin breaths directly into the heart and sigh it out. And then on your next breath, really think of being courageous. Really think of being fearless and take another deep oxytocin breath in and then with that courage in mind, sigh that breath out. Ha. Ooh. You can add that little grounding oomph at the end. That's a great way to bring courage to ground yourself when you're feeling a little bit fearful or agitated. As you'd like, take a few more of those deep breaths, focusing on any areas of tension or stay with that feeling in the chest. Let yourself come into the body here. Let yourself come into the present moment. Feel that gripping that perhaps is with you so often that you're not even aware of it. Give it permission to release even just a fraction here. Breathe into the belly this time, maybe lightly massage your belly and the solar plexus between the, the navel and the bottom of your rib cage. And as you breathe in, do another one of those courage breaths and then breathe it in, sigh it out. And if you'd like, add that grounding oof at the end. Bringing that flow, bringing that courage into the lower part of the body now, focusing on the hips and the pelvis. Take another one of those nice, deep, courageous oxytocin breaths. And as you sigh it out at the end, if you'd like to add that grounding sound, ooh. If that doesn't call to you, that's fine. Just leave it off. But really, Take another breath here and have this courage in mind. Have bravery in mind. Have this idea of being courageous enough to step outside of your routine, outside of your comfort zone, and breathe that courage into your low belly, into your hips and pelvis, and then sigh it out down through the legs and back into the feet where we started, feeling that support. The earth supports you. The universe supports you. The divine supports you. When we can loosen the grip, when we can let go of that feeling that we need to control, that divine energy begins to flow through us effortlessly. And we can allow it to carry us forward. We can allow ourselves to use that energy to be courageous, to take a leap of faith and to trust that the outcome is for our highest good. The universe is always working for our highest good. When we connect to that divine energy, that unconditional love, 
there is no other outcome but that of the highest good. So letting go of that ego mind, of that desire to have what that little mind wants, getting out of our own way and just breathing into the flow here. Take any more deep breaths, any of those courage breaths, if you'd like, into any part of the body that calls you. If you'd like to go back into the chest or the belly. As you're ready, begin to bring to mind your leap of faith. Where is there an area of your life that you've been called to take a leap of faith, that you've been called to step out of your comfort zone, to loosen your grip and to let go of your attachment to the outcome? Where is there an area of your life where you need to be brave and step off the ledge and trust that you will be held, that you will be loved, and that you don't need to worry about the outcome, that you can allow for the highest good in this situation, in this leap of faith. And notice as you begin to look at this situation, to think about it, to let it come into your body and your mind here. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel empowered? Does this feel like something you can do? Do you feel a little bit scared and concerned? Don't judge those feelings, just notice them and breathe. If that tightness, that anxiety starts coming up in the chest or the belly or any other part, if you're starting to get pulled into that mental chatter, bring in that courageous oxytocin breath and focus completely on the breath and add that, ooh, that grounding sound at the end of it to really cement yourself into the body here. Anxiety wants to pull us out of the body, so as we breathe and come back to ourselves, a lot of times we recognize that the anxiety is living in the mental space. When we can come into the body and breathe and give the body the oxygen that it needs, the oxytocin, the chemicals that it's calling for, then some of those physical feelings of anxiety will start to resolve. And noticing as you consider this leap of faith, how does it feel in your emotional body. We just looked at how it feels in the physical body, but how does it feel emotionally? And that is very, they're very linked. So you may have felt anxiety and then noticed a tightness in your chest or vice versa. You may feel excited. And that's one of my favorite things when I feel anxious is to reframe it mentally as excitement. The unknown is exciting. It's scary, but it's also exciting. This idea of leaping into what we're called to do, what we're called to share, what we're called to be in this life. Letting go of that fear, letting go of that stagnation that can come when we're stuck in a rut, when we're in a routine or in that comfort zone and afraid to step out of it. There is so much power here in this stepping out, in this bravery, in this letting go. 
Sometimes we feel when we're gripping that that gives us power, but in fact, if we allow energy to flow freely, we have access to way more power. And it feels better in the body. It feels better in the mind and the emotional field. So the last step here is to picture yourself Imagine yourself taking this leap of faith. Really see this in your mind, or if you're not a visual person, describe what it looks like. Imagine what it would be like. And be really loose with this. Don't get caught up in the what ifs. Just allow this flow that we've built up throughout the meditation to come into this leap of faith. Allow yourself to feel the freedom of letting go of the outcome, of letting go of your attachment to what will happen and just opening to the highest good, allowing that to be your expectation for the highest good and leaving it there. And breathe as you need to. If you're feeling tight, something's coming up physically, you might move your body around a little bit. Breathe directly into the area of tension. Breathe into that belly or the hips. Breathe directly into your feet. That's another great way to ground yourself back into the body. And in the last few moments here, check in with your highest self, with your intuition, with your soul, and ask if there's any messages for you here about what you can do to take this leap of faith of how you can serve that intuition, that soul, that divine purpose here through bravery, through stepping out of the comfort zone, through loosening your grip. And if nothing comes, that's fine. Just give yourself a moment here to open up to any messages, any intuitive guidance. Take one more of those deep oxytocin breaths in whatever way comes to you. Let yourself sigh it out. Let yourself feel the shift in your body, in your emotions. Let yourself feel the access to this power, to this courage, to take your leap of faith 
whatever form it comes. And know that as you take even the smallest leap, the next one will get easier and you'll build up this flow, this beautiful flow. You'll have access to letting go of some of that holding, that stagnation that perhaps has been there so long it feels like part of you. All parts of you are divine. When we allow this divine flow in, we introduce harmony into those areas that may have come out of harmony over the years. yourself to gently move, wiggle your toes and your fingers, maybe roll your wrists a bit, move your head and neck around, just slowly coming back into the space you're in. Giving yourself permission to stay in this relaxed state, in this state of flow giving yourself permission to step outside of your comfort zone in whatever form that takes for you and giving yourself permission to allow yourself to loosen your grip for the highest good, to let go of that attachment, that ego attachment to the outcome. Take one or two more deep breaths if you'd like. Just be very gentle, coming very slowly back to yourself here, allowing any tension that melted away to continue to stay relaxed, allowing any of that stagnation, that move to release for the highest good. So. truth of your identity is divine flow. Leap into that flow and see the magic. As you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. Please reach out and tell me about your leap of faith if you'd like. But do try it and I guarantee you you will feel some shifts in your life. Have a beautiful rest of your night, a free-flowing rest of your week, and I will see you next week for Wine on Wednesday.